Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And this is Marsha Collier here with you. Here we're on Tech Radio. Mark Cohen is gone. I love it when Mark goes because, like, it's just, I feel like I'm talking to all of you. You know, I can just see Scott Townsend sitting outside by his pool, lollygagging around with the newspaper and listening to uh, Tech Radio. But right now, somebody who doesn't lollygag a whole lot by the pool is my buddy Johnny Jett. And as I said, I don't know Johnny's last name. I've known him for years. Wonderful guy. I've been in pictures with him, danced with him. Brilliant guy and has all the tips on travel. So I don't want to waste any time. Uh, he's with johnnyjet.com. You might want to write, go right now to his website while we talk. And you'll get to know why Johnny knows. All. Yeah, he's a grown man. I just can't call him Johnny. But Johnny, it is. <laughs> John, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. Johnny Jet's just fine. <laughs> so, Johnny Jet, where have you been lately? Well, what's crazy is that I just looked on the breaking news and the volcano in Iceland erupted again. Another one. Uh, again. <laughs> and I was just and there so, three days ago. Iceland, I hear, is absolutely beautiful. It really, absolute I mean, beautiful. I've been there a couple times, and it's every time I go there, it's like, oh, my God, I forgot how beautiful this place is. When you land, it looks like you're on the moon. There's nothing there. There's no trees, nothing. But, so you got to get out of the, you know, the main part of the city. You land in Kefablik, and then you drive 40 minutes to Reykjavik, which is the capital, and it's pretty. But you really want to go down to the south shore. And it's just like New Zealand or Switzerland with these green mountains, and on top of it are these really? glaciers and volcanoes, and that's what's erupting right now. Well, you know, when you're flying into Billings, Montana, it pretty much looks like a whole lot of frozen tundra, too. But then you get there, and there's actually a, a beautiful little city. Why do you travel so much? What's the deal? Uh, well, first of all, I'm addicted to travel. I used to be afraid to fly. I got over my fear. And now you can't get me off a plane. Or, you know, I go to at least 20 countries a year. That's, you, you know, it's funny. You talk about being afraid to fly. I travel an awful lot. Nothing like you, but I travel an awful lot. And every time a plane takes off, it's not fear, but I think to myself, this thing weighs, what, how many thousands, hundreds of thousands of pounds? It makes no sense. And I understand lift, and I understand loft, and the wing, and the still makes no sense. I don't understand lift or loft, so you're one step ahead of me. I sat next to a captain once, you know, who was going to, you know, to meet another plane, and he actually explained it to me. And it made perfect sense, but I, in the back of my mind, this billion-ton thing oh, does not. It blows me away every time I get on a plane. Actually, a week ago, I just flew on the world's largest commercial aircraft, the A380, from Frankfurt to San Francisco. And, um, you know, there's like it holds 500 people or can hold up to 500 people. Actually, I think now, it does I, hold 500. I take it you weren't in coach. Um, no. Sometimes <laughs> okay, but I when coach. you look- That trip, I was not. When you looked back into coach, how packed like sardines were they? Well, all, all of downstairs was coach, and okay. all of upstairs is premium. Okay. They had 95 seats for business class or 98 seats, and they had eight seats for first class. And what airline is this? Sounds like great upgrade opportunities. <laughs> that was Lufthansa. So, but you know, all, all the A380s are configured differently. Like Emirates has, I don't know how many they have. They have at least 10. 
And, uh, you know, their planes are configured differently, which is surprising. Usually each airline has the same configuration, but I think Emirates actually has some seats all coached downstairs. And actually I did hear there's a rumor that they're going to have an A380 that's all coached, and that would be able to hold up to like wow. 800 people. Wow, two stories of people. That's amazing. 800 you know, people. But, you know, you talk about the different configurations, and one of the sites I like to go to is SeatGuru.com. Of course. Uh, when I'm booking a flight, you know, and you're able to select your seats, and I always tell everybody, you know, you ever meet anybody at the airport and they say, well, I don't have a seat assignment. They're going to give it to me at the gate. Really? They're boneheads. They're boneheads. Really? <laughs> explain. Explain why they're boneheads. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to care. I mean, you know, I've already, I'm going to Italy next week, and I'm actually flying coach. but And I just got a regular coach seat. <laughs> and every day I logged on until an exit row opened up. And luckily I have elite status, so I'm able right. to get an exit row or one of the premium seats. But you just got to go after it every day. And even today I just logged on again to see if anything else opened up even better, maybe the first row of bulkhead or something. Exactly. And that's what, you know, people, again, you got to take responsibility when you're traveling. As I said, I always look at Seat Guru because each plane has, each airline, each plane, even different routes with the same plane have a different configuration. And you've got to pick your seats. They will show you, for those of you who don't know which are the quote unquote good seats, they'll let you know. Um, it's very frustrating when you're on a long flight and the seats in front of you have a power outlet and you don't. <laughs> I know. I, well, I always carry two batteries, and of course, I have adapt- ad- adapters for uh, you know a multi variety of plugs because sometimes the airlines have different chargers. Oh, tell me about that. Yeah, sometimes I bring the one like it plugs into the car, yeah. and that's not the right one, of course. <laughs> I know. So my so, carry-on is just filled with gadgets. So every time I go through security, you know, they're always looking at it. It's funny. They're like, "You got a lot of electronics in here." I'm like, "Yeah." So what seats do you recommend on if you would generalize 1A? on all flights? 1A, okay. Yeah, well, okay. But it's interesting because they hold that 1A role, row uh, for handicapped people, and it doesn't come up available until I don't know how long before the flight. But you, as you said, you have to keep checking, and that's what I always do. Well, 1A is usually for the celebrities in first class. Okay. Because the window... Um, 2B, they call the power seat. I don't know, a lot of executives like to sit in 2B, but yeah, sometimes I'm in they aisle. get bumped because that's where yeah. they put the, um, a lot of times they'll put the air marshal in 2B. Ah, uh, okay. So, but, you know, I prefer exit row aisle or bulkhead aisle. Bulkhead, and for those who don't know, bulkhead is the first row of coach. Which gives you, you cannot store luggage down with you. You have to put it all above. But generally, what I do is I just open up the blanket and stash everything under the blanket so they don't know how much garbage I've got with me. Um, and the, uh, Did you get a blanket? Uh, I actually travel with a blanket. I was going to say, because you don't get a blanket on the planes these days. I know. I travel with a blanket when I, when I don't know for sure if my upgrades are going to go through. So uh, I get cold on a plane, and if I put a blanket on, I can fall asleep on any flight. Coach, no matter how uncomfortable I am, just keep me warm. Well, it amazes uh, me to wa- see these people, especially when I'm in a cold destination, and they're flying to, like, Florida or somewhere warm, and they're wearing shorts and stuff. And many times, you know, something could go wrong. One time we had to evacuate to Scotland, the Edinburgh Airport, and everyone was outside. It was snowing out, and people were in shorts. 
Yeah, yeah. I, um, I was like, and hello. They make, yeah, don't, they make don't. these travel. They make travel blankets. Uh, if you don't get them, you can buy them online. You can buy them at an airport. They roll up into a little tiny thing. Yeah. It's worth it. It's wor- And also, do you have a neck thing that you use? You know, I don't use them. I, I really, really don't use them. I have, I have a... I have a drawer full of them, and I just give them away to my friends because they keep saying Yeah, I know. Uh, same thing with me, but I think I was in the U.K. Uh, a few months ago, and I found this really cool one by Samsonite that was filled with polystyrene beads that had a little string, and you could make it fit, you know, if you wanted it to be really padded, if you wanted it to be firm, if you wanted it to be loose, depending on how uncomfortable you were in your seat. And uh, I carry that. Yeah, I have have this. It's like I'm going camping when I'm on coach. <laughs> I got the bottle of water. I got the blanket. I got the neck thing. You know, I need a little hat too. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. So but, was it you I was talking to about um, not flying coach overseas. I don't like flying coach overseas. What can I say? Because I used to. I it was you. I remember because I used to yeah. be like that. Where you know you couldn't pay me to fly coach overseas, but. <laughs> Yeah, that you know, was as me. long as I can get the exit row or the bulkhead, I'm I'm good yeah. to go. Or seat okay, open next to me in the middle, and that's another oh. trick that people don't realize. Explain that trick, please. You know, right before you get on the plane, you go to the gate agent. Actually, you do this before, right when you get to the airport, and then again before you get on the plane if the seats didn't open up. But say, you know, are there any seats available where there's an empty seat next to them? That way, you get at least more space. And they will tell you if you're nice, you know, if you're nice to people and you offer them a piece of Godiva chocolate out of the box that you're bringing on the flight with you, right? Yeah, I, um, just bring, I just give them the whole box, but I don't give them Godiva. <laughs> yeah, it's all about being nice. They they will give you good customer service. And, you know, we were talking about accumulating miles, which you must have a bazillion. Do you use all your miles for travel or do you buy little tchotchkes and I restaurant certificates? I never buy tchotchkes. That is, I think that's a big rip-off right there. Neither do I. I mean, why would you do that? No. You use your miles for either last-minute emergencies where tickets are crazy expensive, or you use them for first class or business class to Europe or Asia or whatever, because right. that's where you get the most value. I mean, a, a first class ticket right now, one of my buddies, I just got off the phone with my travel agent buddy, he just sold tickets to Japan, Tokyo, $15,000 a piece, first class yep. from L.A. Yep, exactly. Or so even you, to buy the chits uh, to upgrade. You can use your miles for upgrade from coach tickets. But you got to make sure that the ticket that you buy is upgradable. But a lot of times oh, now they have these discount fares, fares exactly. where they're mm-hmm. not available. So you have to ask before you purchase, say, is this fare upgradable, if that's important to you. Uh, which obviously it is to me. Um, I, you know, I like sitting in the front of the plane. What can I say? Hey, We're going to go to a. I mean, really, it's a lot more comfortable. Once you go up front, um, it's tough to go in the back. It is. You know, you feel. I. I don't know. I feel like I should be carrying a chicken under my arm sometimes. Um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> Uh, we're going to go to break, and I wanted to tell you, Johnny, before we go to break, that I am clearing in on my million-mile status with American Airlines. And when we get back, I'm going to tell you a little bit on how I did it. It wasn't just travel. Nice. So more with Johnny Jet, and call in if you have a question for him, 877-474-3302. This is Marsha Collier on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk.
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD Now V-Series solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. The Stem Cell Health Alliance is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to the active promotion of the stem cell movement around the world. The Stem Cell Health Alliance, formerly known as the World Stem Cell Foundation, is currently advancing Breakthrough to Independence, an 18-month campaign that's dedicated to helping spinal cord injury patients gain greater independence. Breakthrough to Independence is a pilot program combining physical, cognitive, nutritional, and alternative therapies like massage and acupuncture with stem cell therapy to see if dynamic combination therapy will give spinal cord patients greater independence. Find out more about the Stem Cell Health Alliance and about the Breakthrough to Independence. See how you can help spinal cord patients gain insight and benefit from this breakthrough research. Just go to StemCellHealthAlliance.org. That's StemCellHealthAlliance.org. Together we can provide hope to those suffering from spinal cord injury. I have some good news for a change. With the stressful times upon us, having a regular glass of wine has proved in many studies to reduce stress. Want some more stress-relieving tips? VinVillage.com is an exciting new social organization connecting wine lovers around the country with an exclusive local and online wine lifestyle experience. Vin Village members can meet others online and in person, attend wine dinners and tastings, participate in forums, blogs, and wikis, purchase limited and exclusive wines, even create your own wine. You heard me, create your own wine. And best yet, membership is free. So reduce some of the stress and have some fun. Join now and connect with thousands of other like-minded wine lovers. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com. That's www.vinvillage.com. Vin Village is where wine lovers connect. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Marsha Collier here at the helm, and I'm here talking to Johnny Jett. Johnny Jett of JohnnyJett.com, travel expert extraordinaire. He knows all the ins and outs of how to make your travel wonderful and what great locations to go to. So, Johnny, before we went to the break, I was telling you I'm about to hit my million miles on American Airlines. And I have been obsessed with miles since uh, I think American was actually the first to come out with the mileage program. 
And I have been, obviously, I travel a lot, granted. I stick, try and stick to one or two airlines. You know, I'm on United American Delta. And, but I have credit cards from the Advantage program. So that They're every the dollar only I ones spend. That allow that. Yeah, the every, every dollar I spend, uh, goes to a mile. So I don't even carry cash. I pay a bill at the end of the month, which is nice because I get a report at the end of the year telling me everything. Just got a thing in the mail. Um, for certain people, I got 50,000 Advantage bonus miles after making $4,000 in purchases on a business card. So that's easy. If you're running a business, bingo, you can do that easily. And uh, I'd say by fall, what happens when I get my million miles? You have elite status for life. Nice. So you nice. will most likely never have to sit in coach again, or if you do, you at least get the exit row. Woo! <laughs> Happy girl here. We're going to have to take a trip together one of these days because I love the way you roll. You know, in your blog, you talk about your mom. Has yep. she been a big inspiration to your career on travel? Oh, my mom was the best. I mean, unbelievable. Uh, she was my favorite travel companion. Now, how young were you way. when your mom took you on the first flight? I was like, you know, we didn't travel that much. I think I was four. We went to Atlanta, Georgia. I only, we only flew maybe ten times until, you know, my senior year of high school. Oh, wow. When yeah, I was a little girl, my mother took me to the U.K. I think I was about the same age as you. It was on a Constellation from New York. We had to stop in Canada and oh. in Scotland for gas. <laughs> I mean, that was a major trip. For sure. I mean, I mean so, travel back then was just totally different than it is today. I mean, it was a big deal. Oh, and, and you dressed up? Yep, and they got served in China. And, you know, to, unfortunately today, most people are spoiled. They have no idea how lucky we are to be able to do what we're doing. I mean, seriously, I, I've gone to Hawaii for dinner. I mean, that's unfathomable to... I know. My, like my grandparents, if they were alive, or my great-grandparents, they, 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 would, they think it's a joke. And I know people exactly. who, who do this kind of stuff. I know people who go to Australia basically for a meeting and back. They don't even spend the night. I know. I, I understand. Somebody said to me, I went to Singapore for like three days. And they said, how can you go to Singapore? How can you go all that way? So, okay. I went there. I did my meetings. I looked at a few things. And I'm back. That's good. I'm good. You know, I'm busy. But Drop that way... Especially if you work the mileage game, you have those miles where you can do that. You can travel at the drop of a hat. For sure. Uh, you know, I went to Europe twice last week, which from the West Coast, which is, <laughs> you know, it's pretty crazy when you think about it. You're insane. <laughs> but, you know, and I'm going again next week. It's just, it's just different these days. And this is, you know, it's a lot cheaper, especially with miles. You can fly for, for basically free. I mean, it all depends what airport you're going to because you have to pay the taxes. Right. UK is terrible for that, by the way. Yes, I see your picture at the St. Pancras uh, train station. That's something else I wanted to talk to you about. When you go to Europe, there's a lot of great train options. And I love, in Britain, the British Rail. And I'm sure you've been to Paris in the Channel. Last week. And 
Uh, did you do first class? Do you love first I, class <laughs> on the Eurostar? Actually, they did. I was on a press trip, so they bought me my ticket, and I was in first class. But I've done it in coach, and it's you know it's basically the same thing, just a little bit bigger seat, and you get served you know free food. Oh yeah, free food and wine during the whole thing, and, and everybody said, yeah. yeah, and everybody said to me, and and when the other train crossed you, did you freak out? So no, I was in the cups by then. I've <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're, only under, you're only under the channel for 23 minutes, so a lot of people are nervous about that. But I actually did some research, and it, it'd be pretty impossible for a terrorist to blow that up and fill it up with water. It's actually 150 feet under the seabed. So, Thank you, Johnny. You know that had never crossed my mind, and now I'm paranoid. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, are you kidding me? I, I was paranoid about that. But, you know, after I did some research, I'm not. And it's, I'd much rather take the train in Europe than fly. Last week I was flying, I was going from Paris to Frankfurt, and I wanted to take the train. It was a six-hour train ride. But, you know, the people who were flying me there or paying my way, they, had, right. they said I had to fly. So I flew. It was a 45-minute flight. But still, I'd rather have taken that train, especially if you're doing, like, London-Paris. It's so much quicker. Oh, yeah. Even though it's Absolutely. an hour flight, you know, you don't go to the city centers like the, like the trains do. Well, you know, once I flew after 9-11 from Los Angeles to the U.K. for a family wedding, and I was very paranoid. So I rooted my trip, of course, on miles. Uh, L.A. to Boston, which I figured was pretty generic. No terrorists were going to get me doing that. And then I flew. Then I flew. Well, I figured they'd hit it already. And (laughs) then I went to Switzerland. And then I went to London City Airport, which is not a major airport. airport. That's a great, it's like Burbank Airport in Los Angeles. You know, you go through customs, the guy waves at you. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's amazing. Have you ever taken the legendary Orient Express? I actually just did the Eastern Oriental Express, and uh, I did it from Bangkok to Singapore in February. Tell us about it, because I, it's something I've always wanted to do and want to do someday. Well, it's not the Orient Express, which, you know, is in Europe. This is their, like, sister train, and... It's beautiful. It's just like you feel like you're in an Agatha Christie novel, and you're going, you go down the Malay Peninsula, so you go through Malaysia, and every day you stop. Unfortunately, you only stop for a few hours at each destination, but when you do, they just treat you right. Like we went to Penang Island, took a ferry over there, and got whisked around in, in trishaws. That sounds like a fantastic vacation, and who would yeah. think? Where do you pick up the Oriental Express? Well, I picked it up in Bangkok, but you can pick it up in Singapore as well. So you can either either one. And um, it's a three-day night. It's a three-day train. Sometimes they have a, a week-long one up to, like, Chiang Mai. I think they even go into Burma. Wow. So, I mean, it's now, when I was I on, do again. When I was on Air Japan, is that what it's called? You know, sometimes the airline food on the international flights is a little bit unique. And I got served this bowl of cold noodles. And I remember thinking to myself, I want to say to the flight attendant, honey, could you put a little fire under this, please? Oh, was, <laughs> Cold so was, it, was it a blue tail or red tail? Because it was either Air Nippon Airlines or it was uh, JAL. Japan, Japan JAL. It was JAL. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I, I did that a couple of years ago, and they do serve American food, too. They, have, they usually have a choice of the Asian oh. or, or, or like an English style, American style. Oh, I get too intimidated. Yeah, I get intimidated in airports where I don't speak the language and haven't a clue. I can kind of do it with, you know, romance languages. I can read the signs, kind oh. of, you know. But when it's in strange characters, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little, because I travel well, alone, so. 
Well, airports isn't a problem for people speaking English. I mean, first of all, I barely speak English. I don't speak any other language. And uh, I have no problem getting around the world, even when I'm in remote areas. And it's just, you know, you just got to be patient, speak slowly. And most people do speak English. You just have to go after, like, the younger people. A lot of the younger people speak English, especially in the remote areas, or go to a hotel or stuff like that. Ah. Uh. Oh, yeah, that's true. And, you know, I never really... What's the most remote area you've ever been to? Ah, oh, God. Uh, the Cook Islands, but everyone speaks English there. Or, you know, I've been to... I was in Oman last year. I guess that's yeah. kind of remote. I don't know. Remote to us? I've never been to anywhere like St. Helena Island or anything like that. St. Helena Island. Now, if you were to recommend for anybody in our audience... Oh, gosh, we're... What's the best place to go if you're going to take one trip in your life? Quickly. The best place to go, America. <laughs> no. That's it, America. Johnny Jet, I'm so glad. I could talk to you for hours. Will you come on the show again? I would love to. Thank you for having me. So join us on Tech Radio. We love to have you on with us, listening with us, and thank you to our listeners. This is Marsha Collier on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. When it comes to purchasing your next digital camera, there is only one name you need to remember, Canon. Since 1996, Canon has sold more than 100 million compact digital cameras. Their product line covers the gambit from simple to shoot to the camera that the pros use with eye-popping results. For those priceless family shots, Canon is the name you can trust. To check out their entire line, log on to Canon.com. That's the only name you need to know, Canon.com. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, we have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, and Android market. They are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. For more information, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. Improve your business today. Learn to do professional email marketing the right way with Captain Email. This is Chris Merch, president of WS Radio. For years, I've helped our WS Radio hosts, advertisers, and sponsors with their email marketing strategies. As a former Marine captain and an email marketing expert, I've created a new free club at CaptainEmail.com. 
permission-based email marketing to your current customers with proven strategies to reach new prospects has positively impacted many of the businesses I've worked with. CaptainEmail.com includes resources to start and grow your email list, the top 10 email marketing tips, plus a free 60-day trial with no credit card required. From brick-and-mortar businesses to communicating with your Little League team, do email marketing the right way, professionally. How many times have you checked your email today? Log on to CaptainEmail.com, and thanks for listening to WS Radio.